Good afternoon. An 81-year-old man has been bashed and threatened with a gun and his wife assaulted and held captive during a terrifying home invasion in Sydney South. Police believe the elderly couple didn't know their attackers, but they may have been targeted for money. Annie Pullar reports. Good afternoon. Police say this home invasion was the stuff of living nightmares. An elderly couple attacked by three masked and armed thugs inside their Carlton home during the middle of the night. 81-year-old Dimos was asleep in his bedroom when it's understood he woke to a firearm pointed towards his face. The popular baker was bashed by two men as his 76-year-old wife Vicky was held hostage downstairs in the living room. The couple's son has told Seven News his parents were so terrified they wouldn't make it out alive that they played dead. And their plan worked. The three men took off with cash and the keys of the grandparents' vehicle before dumping their sedan around the corner. To force your way into somebody's home late at night, particularly an elderly couple, it's absolutely horrific. This is the scenario that nightmares are made of. Dimos and Vicky are the proud owners of a Greek bakery in Marrickville. They are well known and loved. Today, friends and family express their shock. Mentally, she's struggling a bit. Um, physically, she's OK. Um, and Dad is um, the opposite. He's more physical. He's a tough cookie, yeah. He's a hard nut to crack. Police don't believe the grandparents are known to the offenders, but they have confirmed this is a targeted attack. Hack. Investigators will be probing every possible angle, including the couple's business and associates. A suspended player who punched a referee in Sydney Southwest has been granted bail. New video of the incident has emerged, apparently showing referee Kota Yagi arguing with spectators at Padstow Oval in the moments before the alleged assault. The referee appears to throw a punch before he was struck in the jaw by player Adam Abdullah. A full report from Leonie Ryan coming up. The cost of living has ticked up again slightly with the latest monthly data showing inflation increasing 6.8% in April. It will be a crucial indicator for the Reserve Bank as it looks to increase interest rates next week. Political reporter Jennifer Beshwadi has the details from Canberra. Good afternoon. Well, it's not good news for households and the economy. The latest data confirms what we already know, and that is pretty much everything is still expensive right now. The most significant price rises were housing up almost 9%, also food, drinks, transport and petrol. Now, while the Reserve Bank uses the quarterly underlying figures, not these ones, to determine whether it raises interest rates, it will play a part in next week's decision. Governor Philip Lowe appeared before a parliament committee in Canberra today. He says that low productivity growth and high wages growth are driving up unit labour costs and that's what's keeping cost of living high. It's a problem for the country and it's a problem for the inflation outlook. And despite predictions that we reached the peak of inflation last year, Governor Lowe says he's not ready to declare victory. He insists more work is needed to get inflation down to 3% by mid-2025, which is the new target, conceding that's longer than other countries but is necessary to save jobs. We're not going to declare victory until victory is um, achieved, so mm. uh, we won't be declaring victory prematurely. The issue is services price inflation, which is persistent. I know what we're doing at the moment is painful and it's, uh, it's very difficult for many people, but it's necessary. 
Governor Lowe says the latest federal budget won't add to inflation, even with the increased welfare payments. Insisting the government's energy intervention is actually reducing inflation. Mr Lowe also weighed in on the PricewaterhouseCoopers tax leak scandal, saying it was appalling and unacceptable. He's now banned any new contracts with PwC for the Reserve Bank until the company can prove it's changed. Thanks, Jen. The Prime Minister's voice to Parliament bill has passed in the House of Representatives with an absolute majority. 121 MPs voted to support the bill against 25. It sets out the question Australians will be asked to vote on at the referendum to enshrine an Indigenous voice in the Constitution. The Senate is expected to vote on the legislation in June and a referendum held later this year.